Nat here. I'm just popping in before today's episode to give you a little update and some exciting news. So today's episode is with Laura Robson of the Read Your Body app, and we are doing a fun giveaway with Read Your Body. So we are giving away six lifetime subscriptions to the Read Your Body app, even if you already use the app and you're already paying a monthly or yearly subscription, you can still win. All you need to do is leave a review for our podcast on your podcast app and make sure that you're following on Instagram at read.your.body, at Fantastic Fertility, and at Fertility Awareness Project. And to actually submit your entry, you're going to need to go to the link in the show notes to make sure that you're good to go, your entry is submitted. For bonus entries, you can share an Instagram story, screenshotting the podcast or sharing one of the episodes through Spotify on Instagram stories or taking a photo of yourself listening and make sure to tag all three of us, Read Your Body, Fantastic Fertility and Fertility Awareness Project. And this giveaway is open to listeners worldwide until May 31st, 2021. For more details and to submit your entry, head to the link in the show notes. Good luck and enjoy today's episode. I'm Megan. And I'm Natalie. And this is Body Literacy Babes. We're certified fertility awareness educators. Here in this podcast, we want you to join the conversation. So today we have a special guest on the pod. We have Laura Robson, and we're going to be talking today all about the Read Your Body app. So as we kind of get started, one question that we always kind of like to start out the pod with, Laura, is kind of just checking in about where we are in our cycle right now. (laughs) So Nat, you shared before that you had just gotten like a super positive LH test, which sounded like really exciting. <laughs> I could barely keep it in. I was really had to tell you guys as I was getting on the Zoom call. But yeah, I'm on day 17. I just had a positive LH test. So hopefully confirming ovulation soon. I'm checking my reader body up right now, actually, to see what cycle day I'm on. But I think I'm like definitely past attempt shift. Hopefully today confirming ovulation. I'm on cycle day 19. How about you, Laura, if you want to share? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I'm on cycle day eight. So kind of in my springtime, which yeah. is quite synchronous with the seasons here. Yeah, we just got some warmer weather here in the UK. All the daffodils are coming out. So yeah. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I feel like in the U.S. it's still, at least where I am, it's still just like everything's covered with snow. <laughs> it's going to be a few more weeks have, before we get um, there. I have like daffodils in my house in water. And so I can kind of envision how that looks, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely counts. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, we're super excited to chat with you today, Laura. It's been a really long time coming. Both Mm. Megan and I are avid users of Read Your Body, and we also recommend Read Your Body to our clients. And I know a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with Read Your Body, but I wonder if you could just give us a little intro, who you are, how you got into fertility awareness, and, and maybe what you do right now. 
Sure. Yeah. Lots of big questions. Yeah. So in terms of my, my journey with this project, I myself, yeah, chart my cycles. I discovered fertility awareness several years ago, looking for, as many of us, I think probably discovered it looking for a natural effective way of avoiding pregnancy. And so I kind of stumbled, stumbled across fertility awareness. Um, I think at the beginning I was quite skeptical about it. As, as a method, I was like, you know, is this a rhythm method? What is this? But my, I think my curiosity got the better of me and I kind of dove into various books and I started charting my cycles and it all kind of clicked into place quite quickly. And yeah, my mind was sort of blown by this knowledge and this practice. So I then trained as a fertility awareness educator with Fertility UK, which is the UK's national fertility awareness education service it's led by Jane Knight who you might have heard of she's written a really amazing book kind of textbook the complete guide to fertility awareness so she's yeah she's amazing very knowledgeable so yeah so I trained with her and then and then as an educator I was looking for you know just kind of assembling I suppose the tools that I would be using to teach and and that my clients would be needing when they were charting their cycles and that's, I suppose, yeah, how, how Read Your Body was eventually born is feeling like there wasn't really an app that I felt I could wholeheartedly recommend. I myself started just paper charting. I then moved on to apps as I was, I was traveling quite a lot for work at the time. And so I just needed something that I could kind of carry with me. So I, you know, as a user, I was, I was using various different apps. But yeah, even as a user, there wasn't one that I felt really fully worked for me or resonated with me I'm quite a private person as I was saying in our pre-chat so privacy was important like privacy policies I was kind of digging into those and feeling like oh there isn't really an app that's got a completely watertight privacy policy that I feel comfortable with some apps as you probably know are quite rigid in terms of their settings you know certain cervical fluid categories or or just you know ways that they're set up that didn't quite work with the method that I was practicing so yeah it just felt like there was this unmet need for for an app and I was seeing that as well I know I think you're both in various online community groups that I'm also a member of and kind of seeing that echoed in those groups over and over again like every day people asking you know, is there an app that integrates with TempDrop or is there an app that does this or does this? So yeah, I just felt like there was this kind of collective unmet need for a certain kind of app that that nobody was really stepping into to address that need. And so yeah, that's how Read Your Body happened. It was a kind of community effort, bringing people together, crowdfunding, and uh, yeah, taking taking the action to create the app that we all we all really wanted. Um, I remember, oh, sorry. I, I just remember okay. being in those Facebook groups when those types of conversations were going on and just kind of hoping that someone <laughs> would kind of like swoop in who had the skill set and the ability and the connections to create something like this. Because yeah, like you said, there for years have been some apps out there that either are fully not equipped to like store fam data at all kind of on like the period tracking side of things and then ranging all the way over to some other ones that were great in general but then they definitely had some big limitations where it was hard to kind of 
fully use it and fully, yeah, recommend it. Um, and there were so many discussions, I feel like, of like, okay, you know, because the app doesn't have this feature, here's the 10 steps you can take to like work around it <laughs> instead, yes. you know? Exactly. And yeah, and like it was, I just remember feeling like, you know, how is it possible that like, you know, everything's pretty modern today? Like how do how does this app not exist yet? And once I started to kind of hear about Reader Body, I just got so excited and I was like, oh my God, please, I hope that, you know, this can be accessible like in the next few years. And I'm just so excited that it's out there and mentioning the privacy policy piece, Laura, that's something I always share with with my clients and community members as well, because I think with so many apps, like you said, there's kind of this assumption that it's a, you know, it's an app. I have to kind of give away all this data about myself, whatever. But, you know, lots of people really do value their privacy and they they want to, you know, protect that information. And so I think that that piece of it is really good for people to know about and just kind of to have, uh, you know, to kind of feel good about that they're, that they're supporting an app like that that respects their privacy. So, yeah, I just want to thank you for all you've done. <laughs> And then my next question, you know, speaking about developing the app, what was that like? Like as you started to get into it, what was that development process like? And did you have any strategies or a process to make it more streamlined for yourself? Yeah, it was a huge, I mean, it was a huge process, right? It took many, many months. I think the background to that was that we did the crowdfunder. So we launched the crowdfunder a year and a half ago, approximately. Mm -hmm. And so it was, you know, this big community effort and everyone, everyone chipped in some funds to make it happen. But within that crowdfunder, the, the vision, the kind of collective vision and ambition for the app really grew. So we, we ended the crowdfunder on 200% of the original target. We had all these stretch goals and we had additional features. So before we even started developing the app, the app had kind of doubled in, in size and complexity and yeah, ambition and vision. So the first part of the app development process was really just integrating all of those new features into the plans and figuring out how we were going to deliver it within the, the you know the time frame that we'd set ourselves. And so yeah, there was a big there was a big kind of preparation element to it um, and we we actually you know we were looking for the right development agency to then deliver that we had Heidi come on board who's our technical advisor who herself she charts her cycles she is an app developer and she just came on board and has given us the most amazing advice I mean she's really helped to kind of shepherd this whole project through to where it is today I think, yeah, I didn't really mention, I suppose my background, my background is in, in public health. I've worked for the last decade in, in public health and, and reproductive health, particularly in the global south. So very much, you know, on kind of community mobilization, supporting people to take charge of their health and kind of develop, you know, co-create tools and, and approaches to to address unmet health needs. So that's kind of my background. Heidi's background is is much more technical when it comes to actual you know programming and how to build an app and how to develop really beautiful software that works well and has lots of features so yeah it's been a really really great match and you know having her on board has has massively helped in terms of having someone who's a cycle charter but has that technical expertise as well to help us kind of 
deliver on this on this vision i think we all you know we all have these kind of dreams for the app in our heads so it's been a case of like bring that all together trying to design it and then trying to deliver it and then continuously listen and refine and improve so yeah i'm not sure if that's a very coherent answer to your question but there's there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot going on behind the scenes in terms of conversations between users like you know i'm listen i'm constantly listening and receiving feedback from users as a design team you know we're working on how that actually looks in the app and then the developers are coding it and then we're pushing it out to the beta testers so yeah i mean it's it's huge it's it's so much bigger than we ever thought it would be as a project but so exciting at the same time it really has become so much bigger than the initial idea i also remember hearing inklings of the app but not really realizing just how essential the app was going to be and I feel like so many people are coming to fertility awareness now with very like very brand new to fam maybe they've heard seen an ad for for another app or they're just like really wanting to find an alternative to hormonal birth control and I think that read your body really does an amazing job at really pushing fertility awareness kind of to the next level and really representing it well. And it's just such a huge part of the fam community now. And it, it has become, I feel like watching the progression of the app, I've really come to appreciate just how much it's grown out of the initial seed of the idea into something so much more. I would love to hear what, what dreams that you have, if you're willing to share things that you're thinking of or dreaming of now that you're at this place in Read Your Body, some of the things that you imagine or hope for in the future of Read Your Body and, and the app and everything else that comes with it. Yeah. I mean, I think what's the most exciting for me and the team is that it, it, yeah as you said it's very it's very organic right like the way it's growing it's very organic and every because everybody has a voice in it it's not like I you know I, I have really have ownership of that vision I mean it's a collective vision and the way the app has evolved is like just completely beyond my wildest dreams or like the team's initial vision so I think you know in terms of dreams and future direction, that's kind of for everyone to <laughs> to, ha to have a voice in and to have a say in. And I think it's really by listening and by constantly trying to deliver what people want in, in a kind of coherent way, we can we can move forward. And I think, you know, the point you made about us being really very well integrated into the fertility awareness community is is so true. And I think that's that's what's most exciting about this project to me is it's really it's a community driven effort so it's a kind of a question of like where are we going together and I th yeah I think I think where we're going together is I mean I think one of the things that Read Your Body has done as an app which is quite interesting and something I've only really been reflecting on recently is before we had people trying to fit their charting practice into apps that didn't fully allow them to do what they they mm -hmm. wanted right like they were quite rigid mm -hmm. and now we have something that's more customizable it's like I think there's greater fidelity at the moment to formally taught methods at least I hope and that's something that's exciting coming in the future with 
with the app is, is settings templates so people can really actually chart like their method as it should be in the app. So yeah, I think, you know, more fidelity to taught methods, hopefully, you know, a higher profile for educators and for body literacy as a practice. Yeah, that, that's one of my hopes. I think what you said about it being community driven, I think for me at least that's what has been the biggest difference between Read Your Body versus any other fertility awareness charting app or period tracking app or anything out there. And that's also something that I'm always like relaying to to new people who have that question of like, okay, what app should I choose? And I always like tell them, I'm like, the Read Your Body app, like they they just do such a great job of listening to the community. I mean, you guys are constantly putting out surveys to to get new ideas and you are integrating these plans to incorporate new features. And like, I just feel like it's just the steady like progress that is just amazing to witness because like you said, Laura, it's like it, at this point, it's I think it's beyond all of our dreams right now so far <laughs> from what we had like first thought of when we even heard of this app. And I'm just amazed with the different little like features and tweaks that people think of where I can't think of a specific example right now off the top of my head, but I just see all the time these little tweaks and ideas that I never would have thought of. I never would have thought to put that into an app, but having those little features come together collectively, it just makes the app so easy to use, so powerful because it's able to do all these things and it just, it, it's gone like way beyond the scope of what I ever would have even hoped for <laughs> with with a charting app. And yes, I think it does do a great job of, of accommodating and being customizable for multiple different methods. And because of that, and, and because, you know, you guys continue to listen to the users and and what people are looking for, I just think like, I don't know, it just seems like the sky's the limit. And I'm just so thankful and and happy that we have this app to work with nowadays because I I think like Nat said before so many people lately I think are coming to to fertility awareness and they're just discovering it and they're learning about it and I think it's growing at kind of like an exponential rate like I've seen it spread pretty quickly around lately the past few years and the tools that we have now with Read Your Body to be able to bring people in regardless of what their chosen method is you know because they can customize it it's just so incredible and it's just been like really cool to witness <laughs> I don't even have a question next I just wanted to tell you that because it's just so exciting oh thank you yeah it is I mean I think that's the thing it's really and I think that that our hope for it as well is that it's kind of a stepping stone like you say into this kind of whole world of fertility awareness and and body literacy so yeah I think people who are transitioning off hormonal contraception or are just you know just starting off on their body literacy journey oftentimes they're they're looking for an app or a device they're like okay well I want to chart my cycle so tell me what app I need or tell me what device I need and if they land with read your body then they have a tool that's going to serve them but they also then have this whole ecosystem of support where you know we kind of signpost out to educators and they can you know, hopefully find learning resources that will support them. So I think it's really amazing to have that tool that's that's so versatile and hopefully very customizable, but also that is that is part of like a bigger community. I think that's what makes it really special. There's another topic here that 
would be interesting to kind of chat with you about. And that's around this balance that as fertility awareness becomes more mainstream and popular, which we really want more people to hear about fertility awareness. But I think, and this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is like a lot of people really want shortcuts and they really want to learn Mm -hmm. fam quickly. They really want it to be easy and to not have to read through (laughs) taking charge of your fertility from page one to like whatever, how long that book is. People just really want it to be easy. So I'm curious about what your thoughts are on this idea of really promoting thorough learning of fertility awareness as fam becomes more popular as more people see an app like read your body i think read your body does a really great job at at empowering people to actually know like you have to know how to use the app in order to use it so i would just love to know your thoughts on that kind of balance between this accessibility of fertility awareness and also really empowering people to know how to use FAM? Like how does Read Your Body as an organization navigate that or what are your thoughts on that? That's a great question. I mean, I think definitely share your concerns about accessibility and wanting to make this information and this knowledge really accessible and being conscious of the different ways that people might like to learn, whether that's more like audio visual. I know you both work a lot with like voice notes with clients, which I think is really awesome. So just, yeah, meeting people where they're at and making sure that they're supported to learn, you know, in with bite-sized chunks or whatever that might be. I think one of the things we're very keen to do with the educators directory is make it clear that there are a range of different options for learning with educators, a range of prices and kind of offerings it might be a very short video based course just to get the basics in place or it might be like an in-depth custom you know coaching over many months so I think there are so many options now that we're seeing with different educators that there's, there's going to be something for everyone out there it's just making those connections really so you know books are great and I think self-teaching has a role to play and p- some people can self-teach quite effectively we don't have effectiveness studies for self-teaching unfortunately but I know that you know many people find that to be an approach that that works for them so that has its place and then it's just about making it clear that you know education is available and it's not it doesn't have to be you know out of reach whether that's financially or otherwise but yeah I do think a lot of people just yeah, they look to tech. They look to, they look for a product initially rather than the education. And so I just hope that if they look for a product and they find us, they can then link out to the education. And that's that's where I think our responsibility is as a product that doesn't have algorithms and doesn't have predictions and doesn't give users a green light or a red light. Like we don't do that because we we think the education's valuable, but we just need to make sure we're signposting to it really clearly. That's why we're investing time and energy in creating a directory right now. Yeah, I love how you put that. People do look to a product before they look to anything else. And I think that that's just like the really fine balance with femtech and with apps and all of that is that piece is you really do need to understand how to use something like an app. So I just love how you approach that and emphasize working with educators. And what I'm hearing is that it really is about having options and about having choice. And there are so many more ways that educators are teaching 
Whereas before, maybe it was like a one-on-one sitting down and teaching in person. Now educators are becoming so much more creative. Megan and I have online courses to teach fertility awareness that are like a hybrid of one-on-one and, and courses. And I think there's a place for all different types of learning, like you said. So I just love that approach. So Laura, you know, having just talked about the ways that Reader Body really does point toward education and towards really helping to empower people to trust themselves and to trust their learning and to really get to know the details and ins and outs of, you know, their chosen fertility awareness method. I'm wondering also about the body literacy piece, because for me at least, and and for so many, for Nat as well, like we know that health charting and body literacy and kind of getting to know yourself in a deeper way beyond just avoiding or achieving pregnancy is so key. And and I mean to answer the question for you by like rambling on here, but I'm curious to you, like <laughs> what does body literacy mean in your life and maybe in the app? How how do you approach that idea? Mm. Yeah, I think body literacy for me, I mean, it's a life skill, right? It's a fundamental life skill that everybody should have. Um, I think, you know, it should be taught in school. You wouldn't accept that a child would leave school without being able to read a book. So why why do we accept that people can leave school and not be able to read their own bodies? I mean, I think it's just, yeah, it's it's fundamental. Within the context of the work that we're doing, it's particularly with regards to the menstrual cycle. So, you know, that ability to observe, record, interpret bodily signs associated with the menstrual cycle, as you said, for like avoiding or achieving pregnancy, um, also for health insights. And yeah, and just having the understanding of like how the menstrual cycle connects with the rest of our body and supports our overall health. So that's that's the kind of foundation for then making fully informed choices. So it's huge. I think for me personally, beyond all of that, which is, I suppose, a kind of more formal (laughs) definition of like, you know, what what do I think body literacy is? I think for me personally, it's, yeah, it's been really powerful stepping into this self-knowledge. I think our education system, or certainly my education was was very much focused on like the mind and, you know, it's very cerebral. It's really about intellect and kind of shuts us off from from our bodies and like you know we might then see our bodies as kind of something to treat with disdain or, or kind of you know distance and so I think the practice of menstrual cycle charting for me anyway has kind of been about coming home into my body and like feeling feeling integrated and feeling feeling whole and realizing that no like the mind and the body are not separate but I can bring attention to my cycle I can bring attention to what's going on in my body and and kind of feel connected with that I know when I first like when I ch- charted my very first cycle and I had that like ovulatory pattern with my cervical fluid and like the temperature temperature rising I was just like I was in awe I was like this is just beautiful like wow this is exactly as it is in the books like you know more or less obviously every cycle is unique but it was very much what I was reading in the books and I was like this is beautiful and then I was like this body this cycle it's it's mine it's it's me so it was just this real sense of like I don't know kind of yeah very much like appreciation for my own body and I think that when people operate from that sense of kind of deep-rooted self-respect self-esteem I just think 
it's life-changing and it's really difficult to put into words but I think when people experience that yeah it's very moving so my hope is that Read Your Body allows people to experience that as an app you know it's not it's not just an app it's it's kind of it's a feeling it's an experience it's a practice the app is just the tool really into that kind of Mm-hmm. Body, literacy, body literacy kind of magic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it really can feel magical. You're absolutely right. That feeling of seeing it play out on the chart, seeing your cycle represented as something visual and tangible, I think has that impact on people. And especially as you shared, you know, when you're kind of early on in your cycle charting journey to experience that moment where you realize that you've confirmed ovulation and that your body has actually reflected a pattern that you would expect. And, you know, you've been able to follow the rules and everything is kind of coming together. It's this paradigm shift, I think, that people experience and they realize like, oh, this is, I think you phrased it as kind of like coming home to your body. And I think that's exactly right. It's this sense of like, you almost start to know something that was there all along that you had no way of knowing before but now that you're charting you can see it right in front of you and it it just it does feel magical like well in what other way can we do this like with our bodies it's just such a unique thing to chart and and to see it in the app is incredible it's really moving yeah that was exactly my feeling when I first when I had my first cycle chart I was like my body's been doing this for years and it's the first time I've seen it like happening you know ovulation is this hidden event but it's Mm. it's this indicator of health and I think so often we're we're kind of fed messages about I don't know like our body's not being good enough in whatever way that society might say that but actually when you see you're ovulating which I know you know not everyone sees regularly if they've if they've got various health things going on but when when that does happen it's like okay yeah, I I don't know. It's it's it can be very affirming, I think, and quite a strong antidote to yeah some of the other messages we're being sent about our bodies not being enough. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. Like yeah, kind of an antidote for those other messages because constantly we're barraged with lots of messages from lots of different angles. The beauty industry, like hustle culture, like people aren't enough or they have to do more or they have to earn things. And to just, yeah, see your your natural cycle, just your body doing its thing and, you know, going along naturally and, and ovulating, I think is really powerful. I know for me over the years, like learning fam, it was this strange inner confidence that I discovered because as much like chronic pain as I was experiencing or like, you know, going through other challenges in in life or something or whatever was happening, um, at least I kind of knew in the back of my head, I was like, well, I know that I just ovulated. (laughs) I know that I'm going to have my period in, you know, a couple of weeks. And there was just something so grounding about that stability. And yeah, my, my hope is that other people can kind of feel that too. Yeah, totally. I think the experience of confirming ovulation for the first time is one that a lot of people who chart their cycles with fertility awareness will know. And I I love the messages that I get just because sometimes I forget that initial like excitement or that sense of awe that, that we have in our bodies when we start charting, but it really is just so exciting. Like you said, Laura, to pay attention to something that's always been happening that we just haven't noticed before. I think that you just 
that's just spot on. That is exactly it. Is it's happening all the time? It's we can choose to pay attention to what's going on with our bodies. And I just think that's really beautiful. Hmm. I think we've already covered kind of what your hope is for read your body and kind of how you envision that unfolding. What is your hope for the future of fertility awareness? What do you envision or hope for in in the world of FAM? I think some of my hopes are already like coming, coming about. I think one of my biggest hopes is just for more connection and collaboration between all of the different people amazing people in this space and I think I've been so encouraged to see that happening just in the last couple of years really partly through social media people connecting people from you know quite different backgrounds different faith-based backgrounds different you know educators who are teaching very different methods coming together and really appreciating like okay there's real strength in our diversity, you know, and not every, you know, there's no, I think in the past there's been within the fertility awareness world, this kind of sense of like people being quite territorial or like competitive and this, you know, which method, this method is better than that method, or, you know, this is, this way is better than that way. And I think at the moment, what I'm seeing a lot on social media and elsewhere is a lot of mutual respect and appreciation and collaboration and people cross-referring, okay, you've got this kind of cycle, maybe this method is good for you, or you've got this kind of preference when it comes to the kind of biomarkers you want to chart. Well, you know, consider this educator. So yeah, I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot more connections happening and a kind of, even with the diversity, a kind of, I think a common goal that many of us share, which is like supporting people into true body literacy. So that is one of my hopes that that will continue because I think that's an amazing trend. And I hope that Read Your Body being the kind of versatile app that it is and the very inclusive app that it is will hopefully help to support that as a, as a kind of tool within that goal. And yeah, I think kind of looping back to this idea of like products versus practices, I suppose another one of my hopes is that as people become interested in fertility awareness, that the draw towards products doesn't eclipse the importance of these knowledge-based practices, which are much harder to market, but I think ultimately serve people very meaningfully. So yeah, I hope that I hope that we'll see, you know, more and more people training as educators, working as educators, more collaboration and just, yeah, more visibility really for this field. I've been just really excited too to kind of witness that, or as we were just saying, kind of new voices coming into the field, people training in different methods, that mutual respect always being there and mutual support. And yeah, I just have to kind of add in that like that is incredible and I'm I think I can speak for like all of us when when I say that anytime we have someone choosing to become an educator to to be another voice in this field to bring their unique perspective and story and abilities and and their unique voice to fertility awareness I think is amazing because 
you know, that person is going to be a great match for a client out there and, and that's going to change their life. And so I just think the more that we can just continue to support people coming in, the better. And I think that Reader Body has provided this incredible tool to help people do that because they'll know that, you know, yes, there is this really customizable app that they can utilize regardless of what type of method they're using, which I think is just really, really excited um, or exciting, I should say. So I'm curious, Laura, as as you kind of continue with the app or maybe just outside the app, is there anything else in regard to FAM or upcoming in the app that you're like really excited about or that you want to share or kind of do a shout out to? How's that looking for you? Yeah, so many things, <laughs> so many things that I'm excited about or that we're working on really as a team. I guess this we're recording this in, what are we now, late February. I think this is coming out in a month or two. Mm-hmm. So some of this might be, you know, further along by the time this this episode airs. But um, yeah, we're doing a lot of work at the moment behind the scenes on the app's design. So that's being massively upgraded in terms of the kind of overall look and feel of the app. So I am super excited to see that launch and to get everyone's feedback and we'll obviously, you know, keep refining it. And then we've just got, yeah, a huge roadmap of future features, improvements, new things that people have been requesting through surveys and through all of our feedback channels. So yeah, it's just like every month is exciting because something new is happening. And we've got the educators directory launching as well. So yeah, there's lo- there's lots more to come. I think my main message for people would be we're very approachable. We're all female facilitating team um, of you know, people who chart their cycles just like you. So if you've got ideas for us, if you've got things you want us to be working on for you, you can message and it'll be mostly me uh, reading those messages. So it's, you know, we're very open to, to input. And yeah, we're just trying to basically grow this initiative, spread the word, grow the community so we can keep delivering all of these amazing new features and, and big projects that, that everybody wants. Yeah, I mean, what a what a privilege, right? That we're able to to do this. Mm-hmm. I just think it's incredible. It's it's really incredible. Yeah, yeah. kind of get lost for words when I think. Yeah, about it. <laughs> <laughs> we would have thought we could do this, like as a community. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just incredible. And I think that's the thing. We're really together. We're kind of raising standards for like mm-hmm. what what we want in terms of tech that like really serves us. I mean, I have quite an ambivalent relationship with tech, but I think we're showing that like, you know, when people come together, we can we can get something that really takes privacy seriously and is customizable and is affordable and is responsive to what people want. So long may it continue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm super excited for all that's to come with Read Your Body. And I also see Read Your Body as this resource beyond, and I know you mentioned this, but it's a tool, but it it also has the potential to be a resource that's really central in the fertility awareness community, something that people can go to and learn from and find educators and find knowledge. And I think that is so, so important. I know one of the features that I'm most excited about, and I'd be curious to hear for you, Megan, but I'm really excited to see the educator directory. And then I'm also excited to see just more integration for educators to be able to to work with clients through the 
the educator portal, however that's going to work. But I'm just also super excited for all that's to come with Read Your Body as an app and, and an organization. I think for me, I'm, well, well, two things. Number one, I just wanted to say that I think the very creation and the process of Read Your Body to me is in and of itself a paradigm shift from what I was originally hoping for years ago and expecting. I feel like looking back years ago, I was kind of thinking to myself like, gee, I wish someone could kind of like just swoop in and like (laughs) create this, you know, an app that was, that was robust, but never in my dreams or my wildest dreams or my expectations that I expect it to kind of come out like this, where it's not just like a random company that you don't know much about creating this app where like I think I had inherently this expectation that like yes like they'll create it someday but still there will be these like limitations and and of course like no app is perfect no tool is perfect but I think that the process by which your reader body has been developed where there's so much collaboration and listening and transparency and just sharing of like how the progress is going I think it makes community members and people who are kind of following the development of the app to feel really involved and to feel really heard. And that process is so different from what I was ever expecting. And I just feel like my initial expectations were kind of like patriarchal where it's like someone's going to, you know, do this, yeah. you know, for me and it'll it'll happen. Whereas what really happened is way, way better, obviously, where it, no, it, it's collaborative, it's integrative, it's transparent. And it kind of reflects like my own limitations a few years ago that I wasn't even like thinking in that way. So to see it unfold has just been amazing because it's a unique thing. And I don't think, you know, it's every day that industries or, or fields have such a tool kind of coming up, coming about that, that does such a great job of listening as it's developed. So I just wanted to say like, I'm so grateful for that. And then the other thing I wanted to add was I'm so excited for future abilities for educators to work with clients, utilizing the app as some type of tool in that way. But also I think at some point down the line, there'll hopefully be like a partner app or some type of partner collaboration with app users and charters. And again, I have no idea what that'll end up looking like. (laughs) All I know is that I'm like already excited for it because I I know that, again, it's going to come through collaboration and listening. And I just think that that's the best way to create something like this because it's going to be used by community members and just real people. And and they're going to be able to ask for the features that they need and stuff. So I, I can't even imagine like what it's really going to be like, but I'm just, I know that it'll be great eventually when it, when it happens. So and I'm, I'm being patient along the way. <laughs> There's no rush on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think I'm the same. I'm like trusting the process and just know that the outcome is going to be great if everyone is contributing their their ideas and definitely for those two big projects the partner app and the practitioner portal is going to be exactly the same process I mean a refined process from what we did with the main app in terms of really getting people's input so we can craft something that is just totally kind of meeting people's needs and particularly with educators I think you know, thinking about workflows and how you'd like to interact with clients and then trying to design something that fits really well with that. I also just wanted to pick up, pick back up, yeah, on, the, on what you said about the paradigm shift, because I just love that so much in terms of how we've developed the app. And I think that's so on point that it's, read your body as well. It's, I, ho- I think it's not just kind of an app in terms of the final product, but it's really the process 
we followed that makes it quite special and quite Mm -hmm. unique and I think the other thing that's interesting like you said Megan like you were kind of thinking oh is someone just going to kind of swoop this down from the sky and it's just going to be there and like maybe I'll mostly like it but I might not like some things but you know it'll just be there but instead we've done this you know this process it's been very collaborative as as well I think there's this kind of symmetry between the experience of body literacy and and kind of taking charge of your health and then the experience with read your body of like everyone's had this experience of mm-hmm. of having agency over the thing that they're charting with like they've actually you can take charge of your cycle charting and you can take charge of this app in terms of having a voice so I think it kind of hopefully in terms of the values and the process it kind of reflects quite well what what body literacy is all about yeah I think that's what I was trying to explain but you just like captured it so perfectly (laughs) I felt like the process of development reflected or like was a mirror of that process that people go through as they're becoming body literate themselves so yeah you put it perfectly (laughs) yeah it's definitely clear in the way that read your body goes about things that you have a lot of integrity And your values are being lived out in everything that you do. And that's very clear to everyone who interacts with Read Your Body and everyone who uses the app. So yeah, you've done an amazing job. So I would love to hear, Laura, what are you learning about right now that you're really excited about? Oh, another big juicy question so many things I mean where to start this whole process really with the app has been such a learning journey like I said I'm you know I'm a cycle charter I'm a fertility awareness educator so I've got that kind of background I'm kind of so you know tech savvy but really it's been Heidi who's been bringing us along on, on the technical side of things we've got an amazing design team now who are doing really neat work behind the scenes both in terms of like the user interface so how the app looks visually also the app architecture in terms of how you navigate particularly we're doing a lot of work around settings because the app has so many different customization options which is awesome but also we want to make sure that people can navigate that without being overwhelmed. So we're doing a lot of work on the kind of architecture behind the app. So yeah, I mean, the last couple of months, it's been a deep dive into that. And I've been learning loads from the team that we've brought on to do that. So we've got Macarena, who's doing amazing work on the design. We've got Zoe, who's been doing user tests, some of which I've sat in on. So we've been watching how people interact with different kind of prototypes of the new app designs. We've got Winnie doing beautiful illustrations. She's also training to be a fertility awareness educator. So I'm just learning lots there personally about what it takes to really refine the designs of an app to make it to make it beautiful, but also, you know, very accessible, which is a kind of technical term for making sure it kind of conforms with certain design guidelines. And we're kind of making sure that the app is in a is in a good state to then have lots more features added in a way that is very streamlined, if that makes sense. So yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the process. It's fascinating. Yeah, it sounds really dynamic. And it sounds like a constant learning journey, which I'm all about and can completely relate to that excitement of just always learning something new and expanding kind of what you're able to do. So that's amazing. 
Is there anything else, Laura, that you wanted to mention or chat about? I don't think so, apart from just to say like the hugest, hugest thank you to everyone that's supporting us. I don't really have words to say thank you enough. It's just an amazing amazing project to to be a part of I think that you know the team behind it is we are just so excited about as we've been discussing you know kind of how it's taking off and how how much opportunity we have to kind of keep improving it and working on these big new projects as well with everyone's support so just a huge thank you and I love it I love it was there anything else Megan that we wanted to touch on no I think that this has just been a really huge honor to talk with you, Laura. And I thank you and, you know, everyone on the team developing this. And I'm sure that the community is like just as excited as we are <laughs> to be kind of involved with the with the collab process, you know, in, in whatever ways that we can. So yeah, just thank you for for everything that you've done with this app and, you know, of course in your own work and you know, thanks for coming on the pod today. It's been a real treat to talk with you. And I'm just so excited for this to go out to people. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Thank you so much. If people want to find Read Your Body, how can they find you? Yeah. So we have a website, which is readyourbody.info. And we are on Facebook and Instagram with the handle read.your.body. And you can you can message us there. We also have a help center that is linked from our website. And there there's also a way to message us. So if you have ideas like additional features that you want to see in the app, improvements, any questions, you can you can message us there. We reply to every single message that we receive and we love hearing from people. So, yeah, follow us and message us. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks so much, Laura. And until next time, everybody, body literacy for everyone forever.